welcome to Big Boot Bets. It's the Get the Money Podcast. I am Nate Stevenson, and as always, I am joined by Mr. Big Boofy Skirman and our wonderful producer, Mr. Tony T-Bone Guarino. Gentlemen, not as hot of a start to the to the playoffs this year, unfortunately, as last year. Yeah, man, that's uh that's a tough bar to be able to maintain, you know, going 14 one on one, I believe was our record last year, something like that. I know we only had one loser. That's the important part. But uh, you know, hey, we were we were even Steven, man, three and three. You can't can't cry about that. Well, you know, tread live the fight another day. Yeah, exactly. On the weeks we're not killing it, I'd uh, much rather be treading water than losing. So how about you, Tom? Well, Super Wild Card Weekend was definitely living up to the name. Some uh, wild matches to watch there, which is always a lot of fun. Uh, of course, it would have been more fun to have a wild amount of units come pouring in. But like Boof said, we're happy to not lose. Not lose is also winning. So we're going to take that, ride that into the uh, divisional round here, which hopefully is just as exciting. But for now, Nate, go ahead and give us the old recap of the Super Wild Card Week. Yes, sir. Tone, as I mentioned already, three and three, la- three and three week last week. We are three losers. Um, Seattle, San Fran, under forty-two. Uh, I think the Niners busted that on their own. Honestly, um, Buffalo. All right, this is this is the one that's rough for me. I know me, you were talking about this, Boop, but Buffalo first half minus six and a half. Like that was. They were up seventeen to nothing. Yeah, I mean, on, both both the pick you're going to say next to both of them, like we exactly. were up seventeen to nothing and rolling. Exactly, rolling up seventeen to nothing. First half's looking good. Buffalo minus thirteen, which is the next one, was looking good, and then a bunch of fluke turnovers. Some of them self-inflicted. Some of them stupid, either on Allen's part, the receiver's part, whatever. But still, like Buffalo should have been should have won that game by. Two, three touchdowns a minimum, in my opinion. Instead, we lose both the first half minus six and a half, which was looking fantastic, and Buffalo minus 13, which was also looking fantastic. So those were two rough losers. Easily could have been a five in one week. Uh, Unfortunately, didn't get those two. Our three winners, New York Giants plus three. They won outright. And uh, Giants plus nine and Jacksonville plus eight and a half in a six-point teaser. Jacksonville really uh, big time, not only backdooring the teaser, but big time backdooring the the win, outright win with the coming down from twenty seven, uh, down twenty seven nothing, and that was a crazy game. Yeah, is that is that the backdoor if you win? Uh, I mean, I, I'd still call it a backdoor. I mean, they were. <laughs> I mean, technically not, but down twenty seven to nothing. That, that's backdoor everything for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I didn't bet $1.4 million on it like some clown out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm – yes. Why? I mean, if I have $1.4 million, I have things much better to do than with that $1.4 million. I'm trying to win $1.4 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was only going to win like ten grand or something. <laughs> what an idiot. Also, I, I didn't hear about this. I thought you were talking about like dude just bet on Chargers – like regular dude bet chargers live when he they bet were them live when they were up 27 to nothing or 24 to nothing, something like that. Oh my God. And the God. payout was going to be like 10 grand or like oh one grand. It was something like that. Oh my God. And he lost. <laughs> wow. That is wow. Okay. Yeah. I did not hear that. That's, 
That's insane. Um, yeah, well, she just give that money to us. Jeez. And our last one, uh, Bengals minus two and a half. And uh, again, Jacksonville plus eight and a half. So uh, that was also a win. And then the uh, pizza box, we had two this week. I started out fantastically uh, winning the Niners minus nine and a half. Booth had plus 10. Niners obviously crushed them. Uh, Booth put a bunch okay, of chill food. out. Chill. Seattle was winning at halftime and I'm getting 10 points. So let's not twist it like that. I mean, it's same Fran. Just like, all right, let's go. It's go time. And then he just scrubbed them. And then you proceeded to put a bunch of middle finger emojis in the spreadsheet. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> and then the uh, the last one, unfortunately, not Boofy. Just uh, you were right all, all the way on that one. Dallas minus two and a half. Just absolutely clayed the bucks. I had the plus two and a half. And uh, we had a one in one week. So still down by three. And uh, time is uh, starting to be a factor here. So uh, I need to get moving. All right, that brings our record uh, after that three and three week. 111 wins, 93 losses, 11 pushes on the season, 54.41%. Still in the uh, in the green as far as the profitability there. So uh, with that, are you uh, ready to go for uh, this week, sir? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, well, we'll kick off the divisional round with the first Saturday game, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying eight and a half. And you're over under at 52 and a half. Uh, I like the Chiefs in this one. Uh, I think I am willing to lay eight and a half, which is typically a little bit more than I want to do. But I just think they are significantly better than the Jaguars. Um, Trevor Lawrence to me did seem, I don't know, like, like he was like nervous last week for a part of that game uh, until they got their first score. And if that's the case here, they're going to be on the road. Uh, I don't think they are just going to be able to come back from 30 the way they did against the Chargers. And then when these two teams played in the first game, the Chiefs won by 10. They were actually up uh, 27 to 10, so they were up by 17 going into the fourth quarter. I just think this is going to end up being too much uh, for the Jaguars to keep up with a team that is just better than them. And then the second thing I want to do, I'm going to tease them with the Eagles uh, taking the Chiefs down to minus two and a half in a six-point teaser and getting the Eagles down to minus one and a half. Yeah, I I, um, I definitely feel you on the spread there. Like you said, they they jumped out to a big lead the first time they played Jacksonville, ended up winning by 10, 27 to 17. And honestly, the game wasn't even that close. They actually jumped out to a 20 to nothing lead in the first half. And then uh, they just kind of cruised. And then, like you said, uh, Trevor last week, for whatever reason, he did, he had a horrible start to the game. And, uh, it, I just, although I, I, I love what I've seen from him as far as his improvement this year, uh, this is, this is the big leagues now, man. I mean, I know you, you went up against Justin Herbert, but now, now you're going up against the new goat and, uh, Pat Mahomes takes care of business in the playoffs and the chiefs are about to make their after this win, their fifth consecutive trip to the AFC Championship, which is very, very impressive. So I am not going against the Chiefs here. I'm I'm down with you to lay the eight and a half. Uh, also down to lay the halftime spread as well here. Chiefs minus five and a half at the half. I'm going to follow the trend here of the Chiefs starting fast against 
Jacksonville like they did before, and Jacksonville starting slow. Uh, also, one more note that's very important as well. The Jags, when they've faced a competent passing offense, have given up a lot of yards and a lot of points. And now they're going to face Pat Mahomes. So I I, uh, I rest my case there. I'm taking the Chiefs. And uh, I think I'm going to go with you on the teaser too, Booth. I really want the Giants to win. I do, because I just think it'd be awesome. And I love Brian Dable. But I think I'm going to go with you on the on the – on the teaser here as well. I think that's a smart decision, Nate. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else, sir? I, I'm trying to decide if I want to get in on this first half action too. I guess that's uh, that's the question. I mean, I think you want to. Yeah, I guess I can get down with that. I, I, I do. I, I think the Chiefs are just better, man. I, I I think I can get on board with that. All right, let's do it. We have we're starting off the divisional round of the playoffs with a trip, trip, triple money pick. Let's get that money. Oh, yeah. Pick, pick, pick. All right. So the NFC Saturday game is the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles laying seven and a half, and you're over under at 48 and a half. So, yeah, I, I reluctantly, and, and as I said, Booth, joining you on the Eagles teaser, but um, I definitely don't want to lay with the Eagles here. I, that, I don't, I can't blame people if they want to, but. This is one of those ones where I just I, – I really like what I've seen from Brian Dable. Um, I know it was the Vikings last week, but you're giving me over a touchdown here with a team that has shown growth and improvement um, in so many, so many ways since last year. And uh, the Eagles, I know they had the bye, but you don't know how – you don't know how healthy Jalen Hurts is, and there's always that element of, of rust that seems to creep in when um, one of the bye teams play their first game. I know it's down to you know one team that has the bye, but in the past, it seems like one of those two teams that had the bye in each conference just comes out slow, comes out rusty, and loses. And um, I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but you, you would it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me with how – well, the Giants looked in their first game if they uh, pulled the upset here. So I want the points with the Giants. Well, I, I hear you on the points. I mean, truthfully, if you made me, I would I would take the points with the Giants. But I just have way I have way more confidence that Philly is going to win the game, and using them in a teaser league like we have already done gets them down to minus one and a half. Absolutely. Um, there, there's a difference between we are an outstanding football mm-hmm. team and we are a much-improved football team. And the Giants are the second one. They are much improved. And I'm a big Brian Dable fan as well. So, like, from a rooting standpoint, it actually it, it hurts me to, to play it this way. But the reality is they, they beat two teams with a winning record this year uh, in the regular season, and they were the Ravens and the Jaguars. Uh, the Giants also had a negative point differential on the season. And I know what you're going to tell me. You know, we just beat a 13-win Minnesota team. Minnesota had a negative point differential on the season, too. So they were actually very similar to the Giants, where they won close games against bad teams and got blown out against against good teams. Um, the Giants, obviously, are in the same division as Philly. They played each other twice this year. Uh, Philly did cover this number both times. Um, 
the first game, which had a lot more on the line for both of them. Uh, Philly won by like 20. And even in the second one, they were up 16 to nothing at halftime. So, I don't know. I, I just think – I think Philly's definitely going to win the game, and thus the teaser is the way to go. I do agree. I do agree. I just uh... – you know, I'm not betting a lot on the on the on a side on this game because I really, really want to root for the Giants. <laughs> it's just Yeah, you know. I, like I said, you know, I, I love, you know, being a being a coach myself. I, I love, you know, seeing uh just good football on the field and, and doing the most with what you got, which is what Dable was doing with the Giants. It's it's what he did with Buffalo when he was running their offense. And, you know, I, I definitely root for that kind of stuff. But ultimately, I just think Philly's uh, significantly better than them from a, a roster construction standpoint here. I agree. All right, let's kick on into the Sunday. The AFC game Sunday is Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. Bills laying five and a half, and you're over under at 48 and a half. So this was a four and a half a couple days ago, and I love the Bengals there. Now it's five and a half. Obviously, I love that. I'm going to take the Bengals with the points here. I think I could definitely see one of these three teams between the Chiefs, uh, Bengals, and Bills is going to be going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. I think all those games are going to be close when they play each other. Um, This one, to me, has no business going over a field goal. I kind of like Cincinnati to win the game. Uh, I know they got some injuries up front. And, you know, protection isn't great, but, I mean, that, that's been the Bengals for the last two years, and they've been able to get it done anyway. Um, Josh Allen, to me, has been prone to making mistakes, and he was another one. If Miami doesn't throw that interception from, like, their own five-yard line uh, in, at, towards the end of the first half uh, in the game against Buffalo, to me, Josh Allen was reeling, and I thought Tony Romo described it perfectly. You could see he was feeling the pressure of like, oh, my God, we started so hot, and now it's not looking good. I'm the reason why we are going to lose this game. And you could see he needed something to get him out of that tailspin, and uh, Miami provided it to them with that interception. Now, not to say things go bad and snowball for them the way, the way it did for a little bit there last week with the Bills, but... Stuff like that has been happening with them recently. And for me, this is just way too many points uh, to be given the Bengals in a game that I think they can win. So give me the Bengals plus five and a half. Boof, I am so happy right now because not only am I about to circle the wagons. Oh, you're going to pizza box with the wagons. I'm going to pizza box with the wagons, baby. I'm definitely in, bro. You saw it coming. You're like, and you're like, I want the money line. I'm like, ha. He's definitely got a pizza box. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am all about the Buffalo Bills. I am down to lay the five and a half points. Uh, I just think that the losses up front for Cincinnati are going to be way too much to overcome. And they they were potentially, if not even likely, uh, a... 98-yard defensive fumble return for a touchdown away from losing to Tyler Huntley and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, if I, I would be very, very curious to see how that game would have, how that game would have transpired um, if the if the Ravens score there and go up by seven because they, I, there was a very, very interesting statistic I heard 
that any time in the first half, like Joe Burrow had like six five-step dropbacks and got sacked on three of them. And the, and the only five-step dropback they had in the second half, he got sacked there as well. So, like, they couldn't protect them at all. Now, granted, I know the Buffalo Ravens rush the passer better than the Buffalo Bills. That is – with that, you know, there is no there is no debate. But still, the Buffalo Bills are a solid defense. And I, I expect them to not go, like, you know, full-on zero blitz here like the Dolphins, but uh, the, the try to do to Buffalo. But I, I do think the Buffalo is going to send, send some more people at that very injured offensive line – and it's going to cause Joe Burrow problems. And I, I really like Joe Burrow. I like what he does. But there's just – the Bills are at home here. They have they, – they, they avoided their potential catastrophe. And uh, I just – I think this is their year. I think this is their year. And I, I see Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to ride them, and I'm going to circle the wagons, and I'm going to pizza box you too, Boof. This cuts me a little bit, but let's do it. Woo, let's do it. Circle wagons, baby! Pizza box. All right, the final divisional matchup, the NFC on Sunday, is the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers laying three and a half, and you're over under at 46 and a half. All right, so, uh, yeah, obviously earlier this week, for those of us who um, pay attention to our Twitter, we already posted the Niners minus three. Um, so definitely got the better line. And uh, just a lean to me at this point for laying the three and a half to the four at the Niners. I de- you know, love 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 only laying a field goal. I, I do think the Niners get it done here. They honestly are our complete team. They got skill everywhere, offense, defense, and the uh, amazing performance and of Brock Purdy and handling of him by Shanahan is just. Uh, the 49ers are a machine, man. They have a bunch of Swiss Army knives on offense. Their defense, I think, has gotten exposed a little bit here recently, but I, I still think that's a, a much to panic about. Dallas, yes, they got the monkey off their back with their recent playoff uh, lack of success, but now Dak Prescott has to go face the boogeyman again. The, the guys who knocked them out of the playoffs last year in Dallas, now they have to go to San Francisco and face a better San Francisco team. I just, you know, Dak actually didn't throw an interception last week, but before that he threw an interception in seven straight games. I expect that 49er defense to give him fits, shut them, shut down the Dallas run, make them one-dimensional, and uh, just let that uh, 49ers pass rush tee off and uh, get the win. Uh, yeah, I, I love San Francisco here. We're, we're already in the clubhouse with the minus three. Which, as always, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Big Move Bets to make sure you are getting the best lines. Uh, and this is a perfect example of why you want to do that. Um, I, I do still like it at minus three and a half, but obviously I like it better at minus three. And I'm just going to roll with the pick uh, that we already have on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to get that money pick. We're going to keep that money pick. All right. Well, that does it for the divisional games this week. So, Nate, go ahead and give us a recap. Yes, sir. Tell them we got four money picks this week. We are going with the Chiefs minus eight and a half. Chiefs, Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs first half minus five and a half. Teaser of the Chiefs minus two and a half and Philly minus one and a half. Six point teaser. 
and the aforementioned early Twitter pick money, Twitter, early Twitter money pick. There's a lot of words to throw in there. Early Twitter money pick given out of, of San Francisco minus three. Oh, and list I forget one pizza box. Mr. Boofy wants to take the Cincinnati Bengals. He is getting five and a half. And um, I am doing the best thing possible and beating him with one of his favorite teams, circling the wagons with the Buffalo Bills, laying five and a half. Cincinnati's getting five and a half. I'm laying five and a half. Just wanted to make sure I said that right. And with that, Boof, what time is it? It's everybody's favorite time. It's time for Parlays for the People. That's right, baby. It's time for some Parlays for the People. Okay, yes, we're going to do things a little, little differently, as I feel like I keep saying every week, but, you know, we're trying to, parlays for the people, man, you got you to gotta think on your feet, you know, you got to make adjustments, all that fun stuff. All right, we're just going to do the, uh, do the lotto parlay this week here, and then uh, we'll post the rest on Twitter. I want, uh, I want more options, and then we don't have quite as many options yet. As many as I would like to uh, do to get out gel free. So we're going to wait for a few more options to appear. And then we'll give the rest of the picks on Twitter for the people. So t- this week's lotto parlay. 25 legs as we try to reach there on Vandal. And we're starting with Casey Moneyline. Travis Etienne over 19 and a half receiving. Christian Kirk 50 plus receiving yards. Evan Ingram 25 plus receiving Travis Etienne, 50-plus rushing. He had 45 yards and 11 carries the first time against the Chiefs, and that was when he was splitting time with James Robinson, so I like that over there. Patrick Mahomes, over 25-and-a-half rushing yards. Uh, He had 39, I believe, uh, the first game against the Jaguars, and then as we've hammered home, mobile quarterbacks normally run more in the playoffs, so take the Patrick Mahomes over rushing there. Pacheco, 40-plus yards rushing. Chiefs not running quite as much as they were for a period later in the season there, but still Pacheco got over this mark comfortably the first game against the Jags. And if the game script seems to go the same way it did before, where the Chiefs get up by a couple touchdowns, you can expect them to uh, run the ball more. So that's I think you feel pretty good about that there. Trevor Lawrence, over 16-and-a-half rushing. Again, hammering that mobile quarterback theme we like to. He had uh, in the 20s last time. I think it was 28 off the top of my head here. But uh, he hit this over the last time against the Chiefs as well. Moving on, we have Miles Sanders, 50-plus rushing against the Giants. Uh, He went comfortably over in his only game against them. Richie James, 25-plus receiving. Same deal. Generally try to to pick things that players have done instead of guess if they're going to do it. Richie James, 25-plus receiving. He has hit that. Saquon Barkley getting the ball a lot more out of the backfield recently, 25-plus receiving. Devonta Smith, 50-plus receiving. He has been in the 60s both games against the Giants so far. So take the over there. Same with A.J. Brown, 50-plus receiving. He's been over in the 70s and the 90s in his two games against the Giants. So take over 50 yards receiving A.J. Brown. 
Daniel Jones, 200-plus passing. Been playing a lot better, throwing the ball a lot better. I expect the one one of the two things is going to happen. Either the Eagles are going to be up a lot, and the, the Giants are going to have to keep throwing the ball to try to get back in the game. Or if they do win, it's going to be because he has a good day throwing the ball and running the ball, which takes us to our next one, Daniel Jones, 40-plus rushing. And be also... On the other side, of the, on the other side there, the other quarterback, Jalen Hurts, we like him 200 plus passing. He went over that in his only game against the Giants and 50 plus rushing. Jalen Hurts, he's a, he's a mobile guy, likes to run the ball a lot, so we expect a lot out of him there. Moving on, Buffalo Bills money line, Josh Allen 225, 225 plus passing, Joe Burrow 225 plus passing. We expect points to happen in this game, people. So. Um, Definitely like those to both those quarterbacks at least hit those marks. Tyler Boyd, 25 plus yards receiving, with the uh, with Joe Burrow having to get rid of the ball quicker. Tyler Boyd is definitely one of his safety valves in the middle of the field a lot, so I think he feel pretty good about Boyd hitting that mark. James Cook, 25 plus rushing. He, he he's kind of become the even the lead back there at this point in Buffalo, and. Um, that 25 yards rushing, not a hard mark for him to hit. He has been consistently hitting that mark in the later half of the year here. Gabriel Davis, 40-plus receiving. It's just something I like. He he hits that more than he doesn't. And this uh, Cincinnati defense is, you know, they're just okay. And last, we have two more. George Kittle, 25-plus receiving. He has hit the over on that every game he's played with Brock Purdy except for one. And the one game he did not hit that, he had about 23 yards receiving. So I uh, feel pretty good, like our odds there, getting the over for Kittle receiving yards, 25-plus. And Christian McCaffrey, 50-plus rushing yards. He has been pretty consistently hitting the over there as well. There was two games that he finished in the 40s, but both of those were blowouts. So um, it's the playoffs now. You can expect even if the team gets up, they're going to play their starters longer to ensure that they, they get the victory. So that's 25 legs plus 800,000 plus 812,990. So $10 bet will win you $81,309. Or if you want to get real freaky, you throw a hundo on it and win over 800 grand. Easy money. Easy money. I mean, it's, I don't know why we everyone should just do it. Let's cash a lottery ticket this week. All right. Thank you for sharing as always, Nate. Looking forward to seeing uh, what else you cook up here on Twitter. Uh, best of luck to everybody. And let's get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money.